0: He something in the crumb, a me. podcast by yours truly, Visung Kim and Kim Lin. Um, we uh, the podcast is basically us watching Korean dramas and or other dramas and just telling you all of our thoughts about them. So we hope you enjoy. And let us know. We will have an email account that we'll link in the description below. So you can send us your thoughts about the dramas or questions. And recommendations. And recommendations, yes. And we did want to say that we've been wanting to do this podcast for the past year now. Maybe even longer. Pre-COVID. Pre-COVID-19. But our first episode is falling on the first friday of the the stay at home mandate california situation so that is the context for episode 1 and
1: generally just we're cancers and spend most of our time inside anyway so <laughs> life is as usual over here <laughs>
0: Okay, so some of the first things that we wanted to, were so we are called Something in the Crumb, which is a play off of a Korean drama that was titled Something in the Rain that um, came out last last year, 2018. And yeah,
1: but the Korean name is something else, right? Yes. It's like Pretty Nuna Who Buys Me Food or something.
0: Yes. 밥잘 사주는 right. 예쁜 누나. Yeah, so it's like a pretty mm-hmm. older sister, Duna who buys me food, or or like is quick to buy me food, like. Ah uh,
1: yes. You know, so. Which we should probably talk about. Yes. First, right out of the gate, mm-hmm. because the very premise of the show is basically indicated in the Korean name. Right. Right. It indicates. um This is a story. It's an age drama. (laughs) It's an ageist drama.
0: (laughs) Oh, and, like, it's an ageist drama that when I first told Kim to watch it, the way that I described it to her was, like, there's an older woman who dates a younger man, and so it's hard for them in a patriarchal society. And I was like, yeah, she's, like, 10 years older than him or 20 years older than him. Like, every time I told her about it, the age number just – constantly kept going up i believe because
1: i i was like because it's very hard to tell i think in the first few episodes um because i think that it's it's clear that you know there is an age gap but you know like you don't really know what that age gap is and so after like several episodes in i remember texting you being like Well, how old is she? How old is he? And you were like, she's in her forties, and like her mid forties, and he's in his his early twenties. And I was like, that's crazy. Just, I mean, even as you know, as a premise for like the reason why she even knows this guy is because he's the younger brother of her best friend. And I was like, wow, that's insane. That that best friend's family had kids like 20 years apart or whatever. It's like very complicated. There's a lot going on here. But then, of course, because, you know, the internet is our mentor, I went online and everyone is like, she's 35 and he's 31. And it's like, okay. So we're talking about three, maybe four years.
0: Yeah. And and when Kim texted me this and I, I was like, First of all, sorry for this false advertising. Sorry I lied to you for like five episodes and like really amped up the drama of the drama, but also like, why is this, why is there drama at all? Like, now I oh that nothing makes sense to me. Like, the whole drama of the show is that it, it, I thought was really exploring what it means for an older woman to date a younger man. And I guess for me, an age difference is not is not three years like that does not constitute age difference
1: yeah i mean they do play with that right where they you know try to show instances in which even though he's younger he's more emotionally mature than Mm -hmm. she is Mm -hmm. um like is somehow more accepting and understanding of these kinds of like familial you know problems that she has at home that yeah. are actually completely unreasonable <laughs> and irrational but he like you know seems like very understanding of them yeah within yeah. reason at a certain point he also cracks spoiler alert yeah <laughs> um, but essentially you know i think that they try to like make it seem as though you know it isn't a big deal and that there's like a sort of role reversal thing that is happening in a way because she you know when we first meet her she has this like kind of terrible disgusting boyfriend who's cheating on her
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and then he also date, cheats on her with this woman who's like significantly younger than him yeah i think right and then and then at one point like there's like this whole scheme and she catches them and then she tries to like put some stuff in the car To make it so that this, like, other new woman, like, makes, you know, finds out that he's in a relationship or something like that. And then the younger woman is, like, you know, I only dated you because, you know, like, basically, like, you're old. I can't believe I dated you.
0: Yeah.
1: And, like, kind of takes pity on him. So there's, like, this whole kind of age going up and down thing that's, like, a little bit nuts. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean... Like I really kind of at some point after Kim told me the truth about the age <laughs> I did hey, want No one knows the
1: truth it's just what the internet's
0: Well after Kim discovered from the internet what the truth was I I kind of, I was like I I wish they were actually farther apart in years like I wish mm-hmm. that that had been part of the drama because you know 3 years apart is, it just seems like almost unreasonable to have us watch like so many episodes where like they have to like endure a society that will not accept them as a couple because they're three years apart. Like there's like isn't enough drama for me, or like it's not it's the it's a it's an unbelievable conflict. I guess like it's not like even though there are actually other conflicts. So like yes, yeah, there
1: yes. are other conflicts. there are
0: conflicts that are real. But this one, yes. the the age thing, like is she a a pretty older girl who like buys you food or are you guys literally just friends? Like Yeah. You know. Well, okay. Yeah.
1: Two things with this. Okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, the you know, my favorite line that really sums up the entire show is like her coworker slash soon to be best friend Mm -hmm. who says when she finds out about it and she's just kind of like I don't understand what the big deal is you know like neither of you are married and he's not your brother so (laughs) (laughs) what's the big deal (laughs) and it's like yeah that's what we're all wondering you know Mm -hmm. like 10 episodes in we're like yeah what is the big deal (laughs) (laughs) But, okay, in that line, too, about, like, oh, you're just friends, I mean, in so many of these series, too, it's, like, eight episodes pass, each episode is, like, an hour and 20 minutes or something, so we're talking about, like, a lot of footage, a lot of stuff has been covered at this point, point. and then maybe... You get a kiss, you know.
0: <laughs> like, I mean, eight episodes and you get a kiss—that's advanced, Kim. Like, I know. What is maybe maybe. maybe you get a kiss? They, they there kinda... must be
1: a lot of like long hugs.
0: <laughs> I I feel like the first physical thing was like a hand touch. Yes, it was under like the table. Under the table, hand holding. Would you even say that's hand holding?
1: I just hand hold. Hand holding, sort of. She kind of like panicked grabs his hand oh, and then he gets hiccups cause he's like, Oh my God, I can't believe it's happening. And then of course, cue the music. It's very dramatic, yeah. but she makes the first move. Right. Because she's older. Because She's older.
0: She, she and she's like, channel. I'm not
1: waiting around for this guy.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, um, also there, so there's that there's, there, there's like the conflict about the no conflict or like, the, like, how their age difference is really not a conflict um but what is a conflict is the fact that her family doesn't seem to take him seriously as like just a human being because because of his upbringing which i think that some of that is a little bit exaggerated but also could perhaps be a commentary about other things like That like your pedigree still really matters, like your background Mm -hmm. really matters, like that people really kind of, um, yeah, what are you going to say? Yeah. Tell me about,
1: tell me, tell me about contemporary Korea. (laughs) (laughs) All of it. (laughs) I'm an expert. All of it. it. And, you know, just in terms of, because this is such a frequent theme Mm -hmm. or like the crux of a lot of these shows about, about pedigree about shame about things that like you can never recover from yeah like and that there is a there is a type of um way to exist in the world that somehow is pure mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that that is the only like viable way to not only you know gain mobility in class but also to like not bring shame onto your family and Within that, of course, there's all these other different layers. Like, you know, especially when they speak about, like, multiple children, you know, where it's like, only one of you has to make it anyway. Rest, who cares? (laughs) Um, Things like that. But, like, things about divorce, things about being too old to marry, um, things about, like, you know, very often these, like, male leads, why they're inappropriate in Mm -hmm. a way is because, like, because of things like, their parents are divorced. Uh, their parents abandon them or they're like orphans. Yeah. Um, and another show that we just started watching he's like a single father, you know, right. these things yeah. that are just like, they are. And like, it feels almost obscenely irrational how the parents on this, like on these things are just like, I cannot even believe that you're even considering this right now. Yeah. Like, you basically are walking around with, like, a scarlet letter and you might as well just, like, off yourself. Like, there's no point in living.
0: Yeah, I mean, I feel like I can... I don't know if I can speak to, like, all of it, but I do think, like, part of what I saw in this show was, like, a clear generational critique that yeah. um, the way that her mother understood pedigree was not necessarily the way that she was understanding pedigree and it seemed like that was also not how her brother saw it really like nobody her age kind of saw that but with that being said i do think that like hegemony is real and concentrated everywhere all over the world but i think that there's something about um kind of the formality or like certain kinds of hegemonic formations do have like a hold on like cultural phenomena Mm -hmm. in a way like and I want to be really like sensitive to this because I would not want like a white person to be like yeah that's why all like Korean people are the same or like you know Mm -hmm. like um it's more I think it's a it's really complicated because it's like the systems that are set up are so highly structured everything from like high school like the the test you take in high school to go, go to college and Um, the kinds of testing that, like, corporations demand of potential employees, like, like there are things that almost everyone kind of has to go through in adulthood but also adolescence. And so I think Mm -hmm. that, like, there's – I think that you could believe that marriage also looks like that system. And so, like, then, like, the right partner is – obviously going to be like on the same kind of like material caliber as the rest of your life like of the best is how I think that like that abstraction could happen but Mm -hmm. so I do think there's like so much pushback like um against that both in terms of popular culture but also like on the activist front it's just it's a little bit more difficult to see something that i thought i think of all the time is a lie that you might really like um it's from a chinese show i think it was like Mm a chinese like uh, reality show if i'm not mistaken where a girl said on tv like I would rather cry in a BMW than smile on a bicycle when someone asked her about, like, her, like, ideal situation with love. And that was yeah. her, like, you know, her answer. And a lot, there was, like, both, like, criticism, I think, of this answer, but also, like, you know, I think if you're looking at everything as on a, on an abstract level, both, like, because that's how so many of the systems are constructed then um something like romantic love could seem i think like the idea of romantic love is already so complicated in the west anyway i think this (laughs) is like a way to perhaps like manage it in a in a different kind of way that shows up in this in the conversation about pedigree because that's like very like tactile right like who is your mother who is your father You know, where did they go to school, that type of thing? Yeah,
1: I mean, it's funny because I think that in many ways, I think this kind of transactional relationship to marriage is also one that I think there are a lot of people in our generation that also agree with now, you know, but like in a different way, right? Where it's like, you should get married for citizenship, (laughs) maybe for taxes sometimes but not often
0: (laughs) like you know and I feel like people you know want to believe anything people who live in the U.S. and perhaps Europe like want to believe they're really progressive but like I do think I've like I've looked at the numbers before like just out of my own curiosity like for the most part like marriages occur within like class formations like you most people do not marry down um Mm -hmm. and most and and when you like whatever that means so there's like marriage can sometimes be an act of class mobility but like not often and when it happens it's usually in the formation of like a fantastical you know story about you know romantic love which is like maybe how we could think of the entire bachelor series i don't know um which yes. i've never seen honestly so i have no idea but like
1: no yeah. i mean i do think that's part of the marketing of the bachelor or sort of originally right like it was like as if this was like a very wealthy handsome
0: established oh, are they, are they you not know wealthy anymore they're just like random
1: I mean, I think they're all just aspiring actors slash models, right? (laughs) Like, one of them's like, he's a pilot. It's like, is he? I I don't know. (laughs) Um, And then in that way, like, all those those women also are just aspiring actors slash models slash maybe they're now Instagram influencers or something. Although probably if you were an influencer, you'd make the most money out of everybody in that group.
0: Uh, and the one thing that I do want to say before we sort of get into the nitty-gritty of the show is and may, maybe you could talk about this, like the main conflict that I thought was so fascinating was the kind of gendered uh, like the gendered violence that she was confronted Ugh. with at work. That yeah. I thought was the main conflict of the entire series. Yes. Yeah.
1: I mean, and the parallels, you yeah. know, I think this is the a- It's funny because it's like, it is a love story, but it's actually, it's about, the whole thing is just about her. Yeah. You know, and I think that it gets lost sometimes that maybe people think that it's about, like, the two of them. But I think it's like, he just kind of serves a certain kind of purpose, too, in terms of how she is and how she exists in the world. You know, I think that her, when we meet her, she's, like, very meek. You know, she kind of I think that like her disgusting boyfriend describes her as like a piece of yam or squid or something (laughs) like it's like some sort of like graphic and like unsightly metaphor or something. Um, And so we're kind of expected to believe that, you know, she's sort of schlubby. Nobody respects her, Mm -hmm. you know, like her family doesn't seem to respect her. No one thinks that she has a spine um, her coworkers all think that she is someone that, you know, just kind of like allows people to walk all over her yes, absolutely. and treat her like garbage. Yeah. And it's really fascinating because as the episodes go on, I think that like, again, going back to kind of the age thing, I think she's a little bit older than her coworkers and she interprets it as like, I will sacrifice yeah. and, be the one that, like, basically takes the abuse... Yeah. ...to protect all of you. Yeah. But then they interpret, again, like, the age difference is only slight, but they're sort of, like, why are you being so weak? Yes. And, you know, and it it just, like, kind of also, again, reflects this sort of, like, difference of what they consider, like, their role and how they're supposed to, like, process this power that they're dealing with somehow.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And then, like, then in some weird way this you know this romantic this romance she has with this younger guy ends up catapulting her into really standing up for something that she wants which allows for her for her to stand up for herself in the workplace and like in other facets of her life um but that doesn't it doesn't actually translate nicely or immediately into like uh, a partnership that like with him which is like a I thought that that was like a really interesting sort of way to think about their partnership that like it's both like it provides her something it provides her this energy but you know those gender dynamics remain in in their partnership
1: well or that it like yeah and that it like it tips over at a certain point yeah you know where it's like where the kind of, like, love and support that he provides, like, she, I think at one point says that she kind of is getting her act together, she tells someone else this, like, Mm -hmm. she's getting her act together because someone else loves her this much, and so she needs to value herself because someone else already values her in this way, um, and that, like, I feel like there's like that kind of moment where it's like I suddenly learn to value myself because I have the love of somebody else. Mm-hmm. But then you kind of think through that a bit more and it's like but it doesn't come from herself, right. like her own kind of creation of that. Like it's like because someone else has then placed their value on me and recognized that I am a value, then therefore now I have to you know kind of live up to that in a way. And then it just like shifts, you know, where I think that initially it like gives her the courage to stand up to things. She, you know, it's a very lengthy process. It doesn't end in her favor in terms of reporting mm-hmm. and actually, like, confronting the sexual harassment that exists in the workplace. Um, but she does, like, she continues to go through it even though uh, everyone is sort of like, I can't believe you're still doing this. Exactly. And she's like, I've got to. And she just, you know, the, it gives her the confidence to kind of pursue some of those things. Um, but it kind of also drives her, like, younger lover crazy that he's not, or she's not dependent on him Mm -hmm. in this new way, as if, like, suddenly, like, you know, he still wants that kind of, you know, he wants that dynamic at the end of the day, and that that is, like, and he starts to, like, take control, right? Like, he's, there's, I think, a phone call they have at one point where, um... I can't even remember what it is exactly, but it's sort of, like, she says something about, like, it being about herself. Like, she's like, she feels good because she did this today. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, I thought that you felt good because of me, or something. Like, it was like... Ooh. Yeah, and she yeah. was like, oh, right. Yeah, of course. You know? it was, But it was, like, very obvious that he, like, he wanted to be that thing for her. Yeah. 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 That's such a good
0: point. And, like, even though he's... he's ends up really kind of somewhat supporting her at the beginning when she's like going through the process of filing like sexual harassment claims Um, at the end he actually doesn't understand structurally what the issue is like Mm -hmm. and that that becomes really apparent and I thought that the way that the drama dealt with um, gendered violence in particular was it just was so striking to me because it there was nothing overt. Everything was covert. Everything, Mm -hmm. um, was just uh, like what was most difficult for the women in the workplace was not that there was one, you know, dramatic moment, but it was like Mm -hmm. the continuity, the consistent buildup of like, just, just, not even small just like the consistency of things that like just make it really unbearable to work there or just really difficult to work there and remind you that you're like not an equal person in the in the workplace and so I thought there was like such a complicated treatment of some of the and critiques, actually, of, like, maybe how white feminism looks at, like, gendered violence or, like, what re- what reporting mm-hmm. even is um, that I really appreciated.
1: Well, it, I mean, I felt like it was so, like, that aspect of the show was actually so realistic, you know, in terms of, um, you know, being both micro and macro mm-hmm. situations that kind of create you know, these things, it's not, it's not just like, yeah, the singular incident that everyone points to. And I think that that again, like, kind of speaks to like the cultural difference too between like collectivity and individualism, in a way, like, it's not like one woman had to be wronged, it just kind of shows like this kind of culture that exists. And it was actually really intense, you know, because it was so realistic, about the ways that like, the agreements and the things that were just understood about behavior and about how like all of these like men at the top were like conspiring with each other and protecting each other. And then the complicated position of the woman who I think is like also like a senior supervisor type um, and the bind that she was constantly in in which she was like advocating for these women, but then also being submissive to, you know, these larger bosses, but then, you know, like, It was all it's just like it was never there were never moments in which it was like everyone came together and revolution, you know, (laughs) it was just like things moved up and then they just went back down and then they would go up and then they would go back down, you know, and it was always just like and that's just how it is. And that's why these things also go on like you end up in these workplaces and like it's like abuse is not a singular moment. It's like next thing you know, it's been 10 years.
0: Right.
1: (laughs) You've just been taller, you know, like, and and I think this is the thing about like the kind of abuse that is worn on our like main character's body too. you know, like she's endured so much of this over time. It's like, you can't even point at a singular moment in which she became broken.
0: Right. You know? And I think that like that, and it's turned on her at some point that like she even fights. Mm -hmm. Right. That like, I, I, the senior manager who's a woman tells her like, she can get her sabbatical for a year and just kind of leave and like take some time before she like you know continues um spoiler alert her you know her lover basically says like you did what you could now let's just like do something else let's go somewhere else like it sucks where you work so why not you should just quit like that's like the best Mm -hmm. way to protect yourself and I think like at some point because the answer is so unclear almost everyone around her who seemed somewhat supportive before or were maybe the only supporters before can come to like the same conclusion that the only way to proceed is for her to remove herself uh, to for her to remove her her, herself from the from the job which Mm -hmm. she just decides like that's not the thing and like honestly like that's just there, there was no way to win, and there was like only ways to lose. And I thought it was really important that like the way she decided she would lose was not chosen for her. Um, yeah, you know, like I mean, yeah, like the, or that she like wasn't pr- pressured to to like act on one another person's definition of what the win or the escape would be, that um, she just decided she was going to see it through as long as she could, whenever that would be, you know, but like none of us watching this were under any kind of illusion that, that there would be a triumph at the end, you know? So God,
1: no, no. And I mean, yeah. I think, you know, that was actually one of the saddest parts <laughs> how her like her co-workers these women just you know in their in terms of their own self preservation because also this is what happens in these contexts too where you know they'd rather um, yeah find a way to take care of themselves because everyone's just trying to survive throw her under the bus like Mm -hmm. again and again and they, I think, I can't remember if this is what happened, but it was sort of like there was some sort of evidence and then they got some of the women to flip or something, yeah. right?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, and it was just like, you know, and, and it just like adds another level. Of like, you know, she did all this stuff because she she was sacrificing herself for them and then they just like turn on her
0: Yep.
1: in this way. Um, and that's why her best friend slash the only reasonable woman was like the best who was like i'm leaving this is ridiculous like she leaves before everybody you know like she she moves to
0: the island (laughs) she literally moves to an island you know she's like (laughs) okay well this planet was fun but like Like, this
1: place is garbage (laughs) i don't work for this coffee shop anymore all of you like the uniforms are disgusting I don't need to like wear the little beret like I I'm going to the island yeah
0: yeah and like and that is important because I think that that does provide something like some kind of you know I think it like like plants something in her but yeah like there is no like women are in this together solidarity like women are hurt in the company systematically But, uh, but when it comes to redress, everyone's an individual all of a sudden. And like, there's not even one person to hate because they all do it. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. But I thought that that was the most interesting conflict.
1: Oh, yeah. I think that was, you know, and that's like, not a topic that I think you know this is just like even just a couple of years ago like just the way that they kind of addressed it you know um and it just yeah i just feel like that was like an area in which um was really it added such like a like an added dimension to her relationship to her family mm-hmm. as well like i don't know about you the first time i watched it her mother was like so triggering it was oh,
0: just like, so triggering
1: <laughs> it was like too much like so much so that when this actress appeared in another series that we just started watching her voice I was like "Ah," like, (laughs) like, it was just like a physical like it was embedded it's embedded in me like just how fucking intense this woman is on the show and it was it's like well one of the most terrifying things
0: cause she's like a you know what wh- what would like you say in 40 in terms she's like a phallic mother like she likes yeah she only likes like she likes the men that are shitty she advocates for them she advocated for the shitty ex-boyfriend every step of the way you know oh, yeah. like
1: Even after it came out that he cheated on her.
0: Even you know what, like, she basically was, like, no bigs. Like, she was, like, how dare you? How dare you get annoyed? And you're just, like, okay, you know. I think even
1: after the sexual assault thing, too, I think, I think that also, like, later on in the series, it was, like, do you think that she's talking on the phone with this guy? And, And, like, you're watching being, like, are you kidding
0: me? You're, like, I hope not. I hope not. I hope, like, he's somewhere, you know, I hope he's, he was, like, exported elsewhere, like, to a different planet. Um, yeah, like, she basically was okay. I, it, she, I think, like, her mother was so triggering because she was, like, an extension of the kind of violence she endured at work, you know, yes. but in the form of, like, family. So, it's, like, everyone, yeah. all the men at work treated her, like, garbage in this, like, macro, micro level every day and then she would come home to the same bullshit but like you know the person who was speaking to her like that was like this character named her mother um and i think that there are moments where like they're fighting and like fighting is like maybe not even the right word like i think like part of why she's so triggering is because like you have this woman who's just like yelling at this character and it's a young girl or young woman won't really say anything in response, which just like makes you mad at her. You like kind of want her to fight back in this refreshing way, but she won't. Um, which is part yeah, of like well, the critique, I think, of the show. Yeah, yeah. But, Like I'm, and it, it.
1: I think what's like what's alarming too. I think is like the ways that she starts to express her confidence and her independence. It's like. So slow, so slow, and so you know that it is really frustrating too. Because you're like watching, it, you're like, I cannot believe this. Another <laughs> hour goes by, and you are still being treated like garbage. And like it's just like it's just like the saddest, you know. And I think that's like, why, it's like, it's reality so... TV,
0: it's real. Like this is real, real life. It's
1: like real. it's just too much. It's yeah. just like too much to yeah. deal with at a certain point. Because you're like, oh my god, I'm like, are we on like what? episode 11 and like what you're going on a blind date with like some guy because your mom is telling you that like I do not acknowledge your boyfriend because he's like an orphan or whatever and basically a piece of trash and I won't I will not allow this to happen eat these noodles you're going on a date with some guy and then she like even her own father her own father who is also just like like a recovering alcoholic who eats a lot of fruit or whatever. And he <laughs> is just, like, sad all the time. Um, you know, he's he, like, flips out and is just like, no one has to do anything that they don't want to do. Like, it's just like, you need to stop terrorizing your own children kind of yeah. thing. But then she just goes on the date. Like, it's yeah. like, she's still, even, like, it's just, you know, that trauma is real. That abuse is real. Like, it
0: is embedded so deep, it's so deep. inside work. It's so deep, and, like, I think it, like, really pushes you to ask yourself, "Are do you blame her? Like, do you then fault her? Like, and how much yeah. do you? And, uh, you uh, and I say this, like, with a lot of sensitivity, because I think that, like, um, I think that people perhaps want to simplify, like, both the discourse of victim blaming or, like, mm-hmm accountability right and i think that there's something about these dynamics that really push you and say like you know what is what is how are you even going to talk about accountability when like this is like it's not just like the structure of this woman's life at 35 it's clearly been every single day the entirety of her life you know Mm -hmm. like what do you want from her right like what is it that you're asking but the other thing that about the, the, the thing about her mother that just also like The one scene that really stuck out to me is, like, when she does sort of address some of her concerns in a very calm Mm -hmm. manner, right? Um, She says something like, you know, violence is when you are being forced to do something that you don't want to do. Like, she does use the word violence. And Mm -hmm. I thought that, that that was really important because, like, she's clearly being emotionally abused by her mother. Like, just on a level oh, yeah. of, like, realism. Like, there's just a lot of emotional abuse that she's receiving everywhere. And some of it, like, physical abuse at, w- at work or, like, just, like, you know, sexual harassment. But, like, from her mother in particular, there's just, like, the the level of sort of, like, manipulation that she has to endure um, or she's being asked to grapple with. Um, yeah, like, and she doesn't really say anything, but she does have this, like, one line where she's just, like, you know it's like it, it, this is a kind of violence like she just says like this is a kind of violence she doesn't extrapolate from that she just says like this is the kind of violence
1: yeah. I mean she spends so much time I think just trying to be like what is so wrong <laughs> like you know because I think it's like she's just like I don't I like as much as I have a sense of duty and I want to be a good daughter. And I want to be a good employee, and all of these things. She's like, I don't understand what is so wrong about loving this man.
0: Exactly. I do not
1: understand. Like she just, she's like, I just, I cannot. Like, and it's just like the limitation. Like that is like what she's reached. You know, she's like, there's nothing wrong. I'm like, my happiness is what's wrong. Yeah. In this situation, you know that like, finally for once, I'm not in an abusive situation with somebody, and that's unacceptable. I mean. It's also crazy because I do believe that, like, all the relationships in her life are just, like, total trash. Like, even her best friend, her lover's older sister, uh, like, at one point, after she gets, like, sexually assaulted or, like, the attempted sexual assault from her ex-boyfriend, like, her best friend just kind of, like, yells at her. Like, like you know, like, you're so stupid. Like, why did you do this? And it was like, I don't... I'm like, this is your best friend. I know. You know, so it's like, it's coming from like, even these, you know, like everyone, like even people that she interprets as being very dear to her, people that are her real family, people that are her chosen family, and then her employees. And it's just like, it's a lot, like, it's a lot as like a human being for her to like exist in the world. However, she looks fantastic.
0: She looks fantastic. fantastic. (laughs) She looks fantastic even though she never sleeps. And so, like this is oh, part of like... can we talk
1: about time yeah. on this show? I'm like, this wait, has been like on you, my mind.
0: You've been a like lot. out like again? the endless days. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, wait, you work a full time job. Yes. You come home. You're abused by your mother. You then yes. find a moment to sneak out so yes. that you can hang out with your lover, who's not that much younger, but everyone thinks is a lot younger than you, including all of the viewers for 11 episodes. Um, You guys definitely at some point have sex and that is made clear, but you also go on dates way into the night. You spend most of your nights out with this guy. Then you come home like avoiding the walk of shame or like doing the walk of shame or some combination. Pretend to be asleep for like 30 minutes and then you wake up and then you do this again and you go to work. And I'm like, wow. And you're never exhausted. Or like, maybe this is why you don't fight much with people? Like, what did you make <laughs> like like of You're too this? tired. You're yeah. too tired. You're too tired. She's basically dead.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean,
0: because you can't, tell, you can't tell your mom that you're dating this guy. So this has been how you resolve the issue. Is that like you just, I, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I
1: mean, it's crazy. You watch these episodes. She Yes, she goes to work. Full day of work, a lot of action, lots of abuse, a lot of stuff with the clipboard. People are drinking coffee. You know, it's a lot. And then then she, like, will go out with, like, work friends. Or, like, there's always people exchanging dinner situations. Like, I'll take you out. No, I'll take you out. Somebody gets felt up at karaoke. It's very inappropriate. She goes home. They have, like, a secret rendezvous at a fence. And then they go for a walk. They walk for a long time. God knows where they're walking. <laughs> then they go and have more noodles, you know. It's like Then they're up late. They do more walking. There's a lot of montages of them, like, walking and cuddling and, like, just, like, lots of joy, you know. Yeah. So much joy.
0: So they much. eat all the time. All the all time. All
1: the time. They eat full meals. <laughs> <laughs> full, I mean – you know, we're on the web so. people eat early, they're like... in bed early here. Like, I'm just like, I'm so confused. You have like a whole night after you have dinner, after you have your abusive family dinners <laughs> that clearly go on for too long. And there's like a lot of drama. And sometimes like, you know, unexpected guests pop in constantly. There's a big thing that goes on. And then you still have time to have like two more meals after that
0: yeah and things you, are over late you know i mean i guess it's true and people are always drinking she's always drinking people are always drinking all i know and so much food you
1: I like bottles and bottles of it
0: um and <laughs> Aren't i not you old how do you not have a hangover i don't want to I, I don't want to out you kim and i don't want to you know be like too detailed but i did <laughs> think your reference that, uh, to full meals. Like, I, I do think, like, that might be the one non-realistic element of this drama. That they're yeah. constantly, even though, like, her emotional development is literally realism. Lit, they're too, uh, People ha- eat a lot, um, all the time, and they never sleep. And I can say with some confidence that this is not the live life that Kim and I live. Like, we do not eat full meals We're the the warrior diet all yeah. the time. Yeah. We're, like, one meal a day, and then some snacks. I don't know. I mean, we endure just, like,
1: I mean, there's low-grade depression, for sure. And then there's just, like, regular everyday abuse. And that's enough to be exhausting.
0: Exhausting. That you're,
1: like, I don't know, we just eat one meal a day, whatever. I don't know how you, like, endure all this abuse. And they were just like, Ugh, just I'm gonna go ahead and eat like multiple courses. They eat a lot of Italian food. So constantly. much.
0: So much. They only
1: eat at three different restaurants. It's like amazing. <laughs> Which also is like, I'm just like, aren't you in Seoul right now? Like I don't understand how you keep running into the same people oh. over and over. The city is massive. <laughs> yeah. But like everyone's yeah. at the same Italian place, I guess.
0: And it's like creamy pasta. It's like creamy pasta. So like, what is that? Like 5,000 calories? Like, but then they'll like immediately go eat something else. And you're just like, wow, more creamy pasta. It's just creamy pasta again. I mean,
1: I have to say though, I am impressed that at least on the show, the actors eat the food or at least are very good at acting like they're eating you know, I feel like so many North American television shows. People just kind of like pick their food when they're pretending to eat. Mm. They move stuff around. They kind of like hold something near their mouth, but they're not actually eating. You know, and I feel as though on this show, you see them like shoving the pasta in their mouths. <laughs> like, like,
0: like it I feels believe real. you. I There's believe a lot you. of
1: grilling and a lot of like meat being
0: put in their mouth. Yeah. And I thought you were gonna say I'm impressed that they didn't eat at Subway on this show, and I was like, "Yeah, they just no, they do eat at Subway. They do. They eat at Subway. Oh my god, yes, they do. There is like, yeah,
1: yes, because I rewatched this episode not that long ago, um, in which I don't think it happens often. I think that there's like one scene or something where she's about like they're having like it's like a workday lunch. And she's, like, shoving this sub in her mouth. Like, she's eating it really, really quickly. And he's like, why are you eating so fast? And she's, uh, she's like, I don't have time. And it's just, like, shoving this disgusting sub in her mouth. Oh, my God. And I was God. like, mm, maybe these episodes don't need to be this long if we have to, like, watch you eat this sub yeah. in some way. But there is definitely a market for K-dramas being sponsored by sandwich shops.
0: Totally. Um, a few you know, that crash landing
1: on you, super not believable. A, lot, a that, lot of way
0: Yeah, it's like, like the, probably the most fantastical element of the show. It's yeah. not that like the most like fantasy element of the of these shows is that all of these characters are having dates at subway. Okay, it's not working. <laughs> yeah. It's just definitely we're not sold. We're not sold that know. they're they're hanging out at Subway. Subway. This
1: is like, like Subway's fantasy and I am not here for it. I am not here for it, Subway. Like that every day we eat lunch at Subway. Like no. And I mean, one spring night they eat at Quiznos, which also you're like,
0: oh god. You're like, what what bleakness is this?
1: They have yeah. this romantic
0: lunch in the park eating Quiznos. No, that's like total fantasy. That has to be like the least. That's Windows fantasy. Like we are not here for it. That's so funny.
1: I can smell the subway bread every time they're there.
0: I just, I just like keep thinking about how like most days when I'm when I do like lots and lots of work stuff, or I'm just writing a lot, which has been my year this year. Mm I feel like going to one social thing at the end of the night. One dinner is a lot of activity. This I was girl's... like, I'm impressed. One a night? Wow. No, no, oh no, 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 no. I don't mean one a night. I just mean when I do one, it feels like oh, oh, a lot. Okay. Oh my gosh! Are like, you kidding? Whoa! You need to like slow your roll. On one this a life. night? That is like too. much. So then, like, we I'm like we
1: literally have like three friends. <laughs> there's we not even every, enough days
0: of the week like we could I would be so ecstatic if I ran into my three friends all the time all over the city it's like that, that's my fantasy um no I'm saying like so like that like I can't like the fact that she's always like going to a work function and then always as you stated having dinner at home and then and then she has the energy to go on a romantic multi like layered date. Oh my gosh.
1: Well, and also, I mean I like they go to work a lot really late. They go back to the office all the time, which really underlines the poor working conditions of her that work is. and I'll just put that yeah. out there. Yeah. But, like she goes there and it's like you never really know what time it is. You know, like, it's like, you just, you know, it's late. Because it's after one of the meals. And then they go to karaoke. And then she goes back to work. Mm-hmm. Or he goes back to work. He's always sucking on those, like, energy packets or whatever.
0: <laughs> oh, is that another, like, corporate sponsorship, do you think? Brand placement? Oh, that's
1: probably true. Oh, my God. God. are they like cyclists or something? Like, gels? I don't even know what those are. Oh. Or, like, why? like... Yeah. Someone living in a city, like living in a very busy 24-hour city has to somehow eat these like gels to keep working. Like I don't really know.
0: Um and it should be clarified that so she works at a corporate office that manages like coffee stores. Yes. And coffee bake. Yeah. And he works at her lover works on the floor like above them in this corporate building um and he's like a, a video game, game company yeah he's a video game designer so why the two of them have to eat subway and like <laughs> and eat energy pit like things like that's that is a fantasy like that is like that's not a thing like this is not a thing I also just like
1: I'm puzzled by like who they have to keep this a secret to? Yeah, from sorry, like in the way it kind of rolls out, mm-hmm. like so. His friend slash coworker um thinks that it's he's like dating her friend slash coworker.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> um, at one point. But then, like, I think that they both they have like these like parallel situations or something in which, like he sneaks in to see her late at night and then almost gets caught by her drunken coworker, so he like hides somewhere um and then it also happens she sees him late at night at work, literally nothing is happening like. She's, like, sleeping or something, and he's, like, working. Like, it's truly, that's exactly what's going on. And then, she, like, his drunken co-worker comes, and so she has to hide. Yeah. And it's, like, nothing is happening, you guys. Like, it's yeah. just, like, it's... the depression of capitalism. Yeah. Like, they're both just, like, working.
0: <laughs> yeah. There's nothing illicit except that capitalism fucking sucks. So yeah.
1: Like, yeah. That's, I don't know what you're catching in the act right now. Yeah. We all know.
0: Like, it's fine. Yeah. I mean, should we, should we address? Yeah, like what part?
1: Well, I mean, there's so many parts to address, you know. Like this, <laughs> but I feel as though we should talk about when he wants like her to meet his friends, mm-hmm. and uh, and she's like very concerned because they're all very young. And they go on, like, some sort of, like, winter camping excursion, which Uh also was something that only young people would do. Because it's, like, (laughs) it's disgusting. (laughs) And then she does, like, a lot of these, like, she Googles things, like, how to make yourself look younger. And there's all these, like, beauty tips about, like, BB cream. And then she, like, freezes her face for a few minutes. And then her mom uses that as an opportunity to, like, physically, like, slap her around a bit. And then she has this like mask thing that she wears to like lift her chin and like the skin. Oh
0: my god! And girlfriend looks so good. So she like,
1: looks great. There's looks, no hope for the rest of us. if so she's using like fucking chin lifts or whatever.
0: Um, but I also like this is why I thought they were like 20 years apart or something. True. Like, it's true. These are the scenes that make it, like, make, that make it seem like she's so much older when really she's, like, three years older. Well, I mean, and so, like, there is no generational difference. I mean, is there? Like, are we really supposed to believe there's a generational divide between them? Well. What do you think? I I do have a friend. Okay.
1: Who is 36. No, 30, 37. 37. And his boyfriend is 34, 33, 34.
0: Okay.
1: And, you know, similar age gap over a similar decade of time, you know, like your 30s. Mm-hmm. And he says, he's like, it doesn't seem as though we are, like, we should be of a different generation. But there are very fundamentally different things. Oh, okay. So he, yes. So, which I was intrigued by.
0: Okay. Um,
1: he says that all of his boyfriend's friends are like kind of all work more like part time or gig work or their servers or, you know, like, and that like, he is like the most accomplished person that they know because like, has an apartment and a car and a full-time job or whatever. <laughs> um, which I do think, you know, if we want to talk about Aww, the shifts and yeah. like opportunities and the shifts and like things that yeah. happened after, you know, we finished school and after we kind of like, you know, I do think that a lot of things change really quickly in yeah. some of these, you know, areas for sure. Um but it was just like really fascinating how we also talked about like how his boyfriend was like really into social media and oh. you know, spent a lot of time like at night checking up Instagram stories. Um, and and then he would be like reading a book in bed, you know? And uh-huh. I was like, this is basically the entire premise of something. In
0: the Ring. <laughs> I mean, I do think you're right. Like, I think like that is, maybe like it's actually more interesting to think of the characters less as like that like you know like the this is the big age difference and one is like a decade apart but more like one is like fully in her career yes. and you know going through a process because she's so deep into her career actually like it's, this is like like the sexual harassment is like the case that she's like filing um within the company is the result of part like maybe a decade or like more of work that she had that like she's endured but also like that that exists and it seems like he kind of just started his job so like or like He's had, a, he's had a job, but, like, maybe, like, that part is not clear. So I do think, like, that's a better way to think about the difference between them. You're totally well, right. totally. Yeah.
1: I mean, I think this is why he doesn't get it, too, when she's like, I have to see it through. Yeah. You know? like And that there's a process, and I'm doing the process, and I have to see it through. Like, she's just so embedded in it. Yep. And I think he is at a point in his career slash maybe of an age where he's also just like just quit leave find something else who cares you know um like why are you still basically putting up with this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's like she knows that she's kind of invested too much into this place she also recognizes the repercussions of like being without a job yeah. i think there's a lot of talk about like basically like if you lose this job you're not gonna get another job. Like what's gonna happen to you?
0: Yeah.
1: You know? Um and I think like when she goes on that kind of ice snow camping excursion or whatever and all those young girls are just like, You have a job, right? Right. Like I totally agree. You work yeah. at this like job and she's like, I just make like one of them's like, I just make resumes all day and I don't have anything and then someone's like, I went to school forever and I, you know Still, like, none of them have jobs, and none of them, or, like, nothing full-time, and they, like, are so impressed that she works full-time anywhere, even though her job is not impressive, by any means, and not even, like, you know, the sexual harassment part aside, it's not like her job is, like, super, you know, something that we should be envious of, because, but yeah, but they're just like, Because we should
0: not be envious of jobs, basically, No,
1: our dreams are not about jobs. Yeah,
0: our dreams are not about jobs. We don't, that's like, that is, our dreams have nothing to do with jobs. Like, so, yes.
1: It's one of the main premises of this show.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Of something in the crumb is to really emphasize how dreams and jobs are not connected. (laughs) Disassociate the two. But yeah, you're right. Like, part of why everyone thinks she's actually older has has actually nothing to do with the way she looks. Because they all look the same um or like similar it has more to do with the fact that like well one i think that they think of her as more mature because she has this job yes but two for a while yes but two she's actually questioning whether or not she's actually emotionally mature or mature at all even though she's had this job and that's what the, the the relationship with the lover has really exposed for her is whether or not, like, what kind of growth she's actually been doing and, like, where she actually would like to grow versus, like, the – and growth not being the same thing as, like, endurance, right? Like, the endurance of, like, a bunch of abuse is not the same thing as, like, transformation. Oh, my
1: God, so true. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's
0: like like the story of her life.
1: (laughs) I know. It's like – It's like the endurance is – does not equate to anything it doesn't equate to anything but i think that she has to learn that lesson because i think that throughout so many of these episodes i think that she believes that enduring this pain is the worth like enduring the pain is the thing that like makes all of this mean anything that like that like it's just that is like a theme that runs through all of the treatment that she you know that she goes through it's just like i endure it i endure it like even after spoiler alert when they break up you know and she i love the scene where you know he gets drunk and he's just like i cannot believe that you think that like we didn't matter anything to each other or whatever and he gets all upset this is also another thing like they do a lot of like drunken kind of like yelling or outrage. And they somehow managed to get from apartment to apartment or location to location, like very quickly. Like, <laughs> He's like, I'm upset at you outside your apartment. And then somehow I like storm off. And then you have like two hot minis in- inside your apartment to think about it, get your car keys. And then you're like outside my apartment like <laughs> telling me I'm a piece of trash or whatever. And so she like gets to her apartment um. Or gets to his apartment and then basically, like, you know, tells him that um, I totally lost my train of thought because I was just thinking about how great her blazer was. Oh, Oh, that's real. She looks great. She's so sad. Uh, um, Oh, right. Just about, like, why she endures, like, like. She was like, I was treated so terribly, and everyone looked at me so horribly, and I thought that I deserved it because of, like, what I did to you and your sister. Mm. That, like, that pain was, like, it was mine to endure. Like, I am supposed to be treated this yeah. way. So it's so much about, like, the endurance for her. Yeah. It wasn't about, like, overcoming it
0: no. or facing it. No.
1: Somehow. Like, that was, like, the more noble choice was to, like, endure it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But that's, like, it's, like, such a gendered position of, like, because I do think there is no, she didn't have, like, a narrative of, like, overcoming, but she did have, like, it did seem like she thought that at some point at least her endurance would be acknowledged, like, her mother would acknowledge that she's enduring this. Or like her bosses, or the people at work, even her coworkers were women. Would acknowledge that she's enduring this. Like someone would would acknowledge. But like, really, I think that like, I don't think her mother thinks she did anything wrong. I think that like, I think she thinks that her daughter just doesn't understand. I don't think any of the characters see any other perspective but their own. Yeah. You know, and I think that like that is, for all the complaints, the real complaints that I agree with that you have about issues of time and food like that <laughs> aspect of the show was like was like it's like some serious realism that like she is kind of hoping for people in her life to be able to see outside of their own perspective maybe oh because God. she can maybe because that's part of like a certain kind of gendered sociality for her like that's what it's meant to take this position and i i don't think she's alone i think that that's like a position that a lot of you know gendered labor is about is like you endure not for you not just for you but because like you want to keep like that space um and she's actually kind of hoping for some kind of reciprocity and it's just like never will arrive because that's just not because how that works. Humans are selfish beings. Yeah, that's way. just not how it works either. Like, it's just like not how it works. Like, people who wrong you don't somehow just get it. Like after yeah. like decades of of that, like, and and your endurance doesn't yeah. really mean anything. Like,
1: it's like the realization of like all of our POC existence. <laughs> you know, you're just like, oh god. We can't keep waiting for this yeah, like, you're like it'll oh, I can't
0: happen. keep waiting for you to get it. Like you're just it's not going to happen. Like waiting manage
1: to- your expectations.
0: <laughs> like it's not a thing like you won't you won't wake up one day and like get it. Like this isn't how it works. Um which is really I mean, weird.
1: It's it is a really sad moment of like having to think less of basically everybody in her life, you know. She kind of, but you know, she, she holds them up to unrealistic standards, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like she, I think she wants a certain thing, a certain kind of relationship out of each of these people in her life, in her life. And, and I just like, they just never get met, you know, like over and over again. I don't know. It's, it's like, it goes on for such a long period of time in which I think, like, I, I don't even think it's until the last episode even, or, like, the last two episodes maybe. Like, when she, when faced with a situation in which he is just, like, taking charge, and he's like, I'm going to the United States, and you're coming with me because I can't deal with this nonsense anymore. Your mother's insane. Everybody's mean. <laughs> and, like, and you are just you look so sad and I can't deal with how sad you look all the time. So we're going to America so that I can't, I don't have to look at your sad face anymore, basically. And she's like, you know, over pasta being like, Oh God, I've already signed a lease on a new apartment. Ooh, when do I tell him? And then she just like, doesn't secretly moves into this apartment. And it's like the kind of the first time in which she's like, okay, I'm just like, I do not, expect anyone to get what i want or need anymore yeah And, and i just gotta like craft my own and then even then like she kind of like they break up she feels like she still has to be punished she endures more i don't know what period of time passes like in which he goes to the united states and then they see each other again at her brother's wedding but i like it's hard to tell i feel like when I first watched it, I thought it was like a couple of years because mm-hmm. she said something about how we're almost forty. But I'm like, I don't know. We don't know anything about age on the show, so it might be like 12 months since last time they saw yeah. each other. <laughs> you know, it's like hard to tell. But she's like reverted back, and she's dating this like terrible man,
0: horrible,
1: who's just like yeah, just like on a cell phone and like doesn't give a shit about her, and. And, like, so it's, like, even though she has this moment in which she's, like, I'm getting my own apartment, I'm making my own choices, and then she just kind of, like, falls back into old patterns. And so it's, like, not until the very last episode where she's, like, I choose me on Jeju Island (laughs) with my friend who already started a life out there where she just drinks a lot of red wine, like, at 5 p.m. or whatever,
0: yeah, no, you're so right. And that's the kind of realism of the show that makes Subway so inappropriate, right? <laughs> like, because it's like, you know, transformation is not linear. Like, and like her younger lover, her her lover, when he like tells her like, your workplace sucks, your mom is insane, let's go to America. He's not wrong. Like, like yeah. it's not like these are inaccurate assessments of her life. It's just like, it's just like her life you know and like it's not a partnership like what the way he cares for her would actually undo some of the work she's actually doing because of this thing that she has Mm -hmm. with him And i think that like that is clear because like what she wants is not really being considered and like that's what you're saying kim like she Mm -hmm. like realizes like even in that relationship, even in that kind of space of, like, what felt like safety, her desires are still kind of, like, you know, just denied, essentially. Um, not even asked yeah. or considered. And, like, I thought, like, that was so important to, for her to just kind of be, like, okay. But then for us to see, like, and then now she's with, like, some shitty dude again. You know? Like, it's, like, it's, like, yeah. like... And she's still working that shitty job, like four months or five years later, whatever you know, whatever whatever the time is.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. We don't know what how much time. But
0: like, do you? Her suits remember look great. Her, her like, so it looks
1: like. Are you more mature? I don't know.
0: Her sky blue suit while she's like thinking about some picnic that they had, like the looked last episode. Great. Love that suit. I like really. Think about that suit all the time. Yeah.
1: I bet you Mango made like a knockoff of that suit. <laughs> <laughs> Sidebar.
0: Sidebar.
1: <laughs> it's um, possible that as part of this podcast, we should just provide links on where you can buy some of the clothes <laughs> that we talk s- about. Today. Hashtag um, not
0: sponsored at all. <laughs> so outside of the realm of sponsorship. Like also we're apparently really against sandwiches kim and i are like "Mm, we don't eat sandwiches actually like i thought about this the other day after you you mentioned this i was like yeah i don't think I eat sandwiches it's not for me
1: i just don't care about a sandwich i don't think it's for our people anymore i don't i mean i feel like we said like subway so many times though that like there's some sort of like search engine optimization thing that's gonna suddenly like we're just gonna get all these subway ads (laughs) and like and subway's probably gonna contact us and be like we'd love to sponsor your podcast because you guys love subway
0: we're like no what what um yeah
1: um but yeah i don't know so she goes to the island
0: though
1: yeah goes to the island it's really great they just, like, I guess they have a restaurant. I don't really know what's happening there.
0: They have an Airbnb type of situation. Or, oh, like, yeah, a okay. b b Like, breakfast in bed type of thing. Yeah, right? yeah.
1: And they just, like, make food, and then every night just, like, drink wine or whatever. And then, like, it's really funny because their entire relationship is just, like, him never really asking permission and just kind of, like, doing stuff. And also it's, like, kind of like a soft control yeah. compared to like a very like hard control yeah. that her like last boyfriend was, you know, where like, you know, like he just like shows up on Jeju Island, you know, like he's just like, and then just kind of joke slash picks a fight with her a little bit. And then they're like back together. It's very weird. Um, but like, you know, there's like all these moments in which she's like, I'm going to take the subway home. And he's like, no, you cannot take the subway home. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. And then, like, doesn't want her to go, like, in like, waits downstairs with her. And it's, like, a whole thing. And, like, gives her his phone. There's a whole thing about the phone that's, like, really bananas, you know? Because the phone is in her ex-boyfriend's name. And it's, like, speaking of patriarchal society, like, she can't, like... And also just, like, confused, too, right? Yeah. She's like, I can't get a new phone because the plan is in his name. And she's like, but I paid the bills. And I'm just, like, so confused. Like, what's stopping her from just getting a new phone with a new number? Because I'm like, don't you have this, like, shitbag ex-boyfriend anyway? Like, wouldn't you want to just, like, start over, get a new phone, get a new plan? And then it, like, precipitates this, like, multi-episode arc about, like, having to get back to, like, meet up with his ex-boyfriend, which he, like, almost kills her,
0: like, multiple times. When it's like, is this really worth it? Just get a new phone. I do think that this is maybe one thing that we're now witnessing because of COVID. But other things is that like South Korea's surveillance system apparatus is really intense. And the one thing I do remember, and I didn't think about this um, when I was watching it, but it's actually really hard to get a phone without registering your social security number. So, um, like, just getting a burner phone is, like, near impossible. Like, you can't just, like, get a burner phone. Like, your phone is, like, linked to, like, your number. And so you can't that's, that's through
1: here, too, right?
0: No. Like, you can just I mean, get, well, the burners, like, no. The burners, but... no. Like, I think that, like, there are, like, prepaid-ish plans that make it maybe. Wow. Well, or is it. I.
1: I was able to get a, like, as someone who didn't have a social security number right away, I think I was able to get a plan, probably, like, some prepaid version thing, whatever. But there was a limitation to things because I didn't have a social security number right away, and I didn't have a U.S.-issued ID. And so my phone didn't work also if I left the United States, oh. which I discovered... Um, because of this kind of stuff, um, it's just—it's not about me though. I'm just—you know—there is a us. lot of bureaucracy. It's true. Yeah, I'm getting
0: no, no, no. I'm but getting... like, with that being said, like, I think they just wanted her to interact with her ex yeah. a bunch of times, so that he could almost kill her. I do think that that was part know, of the art.
1: Like, like, I just want to talk though about like these like really obsessive (laughs) ex-boyfriends. Like, and you're gonna see in One Spring Night, it's like, that ex-boyfriend is also just like, it's a lot. Like, it's a lot. Like, it's like, episode after episode where I'm like, you gotta let it go. Like, moveon.org. Like, I don't (laughs) know what's going on right now. Why you're, like, so upset. And then, like, I think at, like, certain points, too, like, even his father is, like, She's not even that pretty. Like, why are you so obsessed with her? <laughs> <laughs> and, like, you know, and then in this this show, it's, like, this guy just, like, won't let it go. And it's also, it's a similar dynamic in which, in part, it's about, like, not wanting to lose mm-hmm. to that younger guy just as much as it is about wanting to own her.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah.
1: Right, like, like it's about getting her back, but it's like it's just it's not acceptable that this guy is like younger or something, yeah. and that he's gonna lose to this like younger dude.
0: Yeah, or something
1: like but he's so obsessed to a point in which he's like, we're gonna die together. <laughs> I'm gonna like we're just gonna like run this car off the road together because that's like how much I need to be with you, and I just. I'm just not sure I believe
0: it. So it was like, that was like so unbelievable because it was like, you were so uninterested in this person like four, three episodes ago. And you were like, with this younger woman, you were uninterested. You actually just seem like an unstable person. Like, more than anything, you seem unstable. So. I mean, but
1: this is in Crash Landing on You, too, where. I think that at one point, a character, the woman who he's supposed to marry, right, is just, like, like super crazy about it. And I think, like, the guy that's in love with her, sidebar, mm-hmm. he is like, this isn't love. This is obsession. Yeah. And you're getting it confused yeah. right now. Yeah. And I feel as though this is very true for all of these men, too. We are like... Mm. It's basically, I'm like, I don't understand why nobody is like, there's no restraining orders, I guess.
0: You're like, what about therapy? Like, are any of you in therapy? All of you should be in therapy. All of you should be in There's a lot of aggression. There's a lot of aggression. Psychoanalysis would be helpful for all of you. Like, start it, have an analyst. Like, channel that aggression. Do it. Um, Eat those noodles. Eat those noodles. Eat those noodles. Um, so we have spoken about this for some time, but we have not spoken in detail about kind of like specific episodes. Should we, um, conclude this as episode one and then episode two will be highlights and specific, um, examining specific elements of like the, the series. Yes. Yes.
1: I'm ready for it.
0: I'm ready for And maybe it. next
1: time we'll bring the subway. Yeah.
0: <laughs> maybe next time we'll just also share the kinds of foods we like we, we actually believe would have been realistic to the you know, the slow development of her emotional maturity, transformation or something. I just don't think that like the food for her was cream pasta. <laughs> kind of looked gross, actually. It was like
1: I know she really like goes to town on this like one like like mushroom fettuccine.
0: <laughs> I was like, ew, like
1: it's a lot. It's a lot, and the garnish is always really weird on those like pasta. It's like one tomato and like curly parsley or something. Ew. they drink a lot of red wine so much a lot of red wine
0: but everyone's teeth looks great
1: everyone looks great but yeah i cannot wait to delve into each episode more thoroughly
0: thoroughly. as well
1: as talk about the fashion
0: yes yeah we'll point out specific scenes and be like that suit that blazer yes yeah Yes. Alright. But thank you for And joining. we could also do an yeah.
1: astrological reading of oh, all
0: the characters. Oh my god, yeah, I want to know what sign you think she is.
1: Oh yes. And he this, is we'll, let us delve into this.
0: We will in delve into episode. it. But thank you for listening. Send us questions. Thank you so much, Kim.
1: Thank you, Anza. This is great.
0: Bye everyone. Bye. Bye.